cliffcentral.com. Let's move over to a person who's actually an expert in solving problems. Or, or helping you to solve your own problems, uh, right? Is before I bring on Dr. Hanan, um, I think it's important that we all we all acknowledge this is, as with the ANC, we are constantly in a relationship with those that came before us and have the power to, uh, you know, put us in school, have a safe home, not have a safe home. By the way, um, and and it's our parents, right? And I think we've got a really really interesting. Uh, topic this morning. So before I, I bring Dr. Hanan on, maybe let me quickly read this email. Uh, the email says, Hi, Gareth. Um, we are obviously, none of us are Gareth. Gareth is away. He will be back on Thursday if you're just joining us on the GCS. But the email goes, Hi, Gareth. Now to the point. Thanks for putting my comment to Dr. Hanan about the relationship with parents. Uh, I thought I'd elaborate on my question by email uh, in the hopes that it could um, sort of help to this week. My wife and I have been struggling with this dilemma for a few years now in that our parents have not really grasped that we are fully grown adults with the potential, uh, with potential valuable insights and opinions too. Our parents seem to be stuck in the mindset that they surely cannot learn anything new from their kids. Hence, they never seem to take our advice seriously on financial matters, for example, because we are just children. What do we know? We try to remind them that by the time they were our age, they already had established themselves in life with jobs, paying off cars, a house and children, which is us, in school. So, uh, and the crux of the matter, or as we say uh, in the community where I live, the tachlas is, I think the fact that we do not have children of our own adds to the situation of blurred lines in that we aren't real, real adults in their eyes yet, and maybe more just playing house for now, uh, because the, this couple mm. is single. So I joked on the show stating, I wish we could have a take, uh, take our parents to work day. So this is uh, Matt, who's been on before, to show that side of our lives, the senior people in industry we interact with, the meetings and decisions we are required to give input in etc all in hopes of getting to uh, the point across to them that we will always be their children but we are no longer kids it's a quandary that um, continues to be we continue to be confused by and i'd really be interested to hear dr hanan's take and with that i'll bring in dr bushkin uh, dr bushkin good morning and welcome to you sir <laughs> good morning to you guys how are you ah superb Superb, superb. Um, I mean, I, I went to possibly the worst restaurant, but this is this isn't about me. Uh, I had an incredibly horrible experience in terms of service. It took me twenty minutes at a stage to get a Coca Cola, but let, let's let's not um, delve too much on that. Matthew's issue with the parents, Doctor Hanan. Um, I'm sure one you've heard before. Yeah, for sure, for mm. sure. It happens a lot, and you know the. When I read the email, um, I thought the dominant topic or the dominant theme there is, you know, we enter into diff- into phase in our lives throughout our lives, and the rule sets change. The rule sets have to change with the different phases. So that's the way the world works. We have to adjust to the environment that we're in. Um, you know, just as an interesting side story, I'm an, uh, I'm an avid reader of history. And uh, the Roman Republic, before they were the Roman Empire, what they did, they had elections every single year on the 15th of March. Uh, you know, this, this, this saying, beware, beware of the Ides of March, they're referring to the 15th of March. And they had elections every single year where they were actually... Uh, choose their generals, they choose their uh, commanders, they choose their economic advisors, they choose their council, they choose the mayors, they choose 
all these different position power positions and it's kind of interesting because in on the 15th of march and i'm getting to my point in a minute on the 15th of march they had election for six weeks they celebrated that so march april the first of may they started doing all their work so from explore exploration to gathering to the conflicts from so march april may so may june july august september october november they did all the exploration and november december january february they rested uh, they took it easy and people are like why do they do that it is because they understood that they can't fight against the elements they can't fight against nature if you know in that region it's very very cold during the time that they rested and they understood that if they went into war during cold months they would die as a matter, as a matter of fact more people died then of nature than of conflict so they worked with nature not against it they didn't rebel nature and psychologically the moment we rebel against our nature and the moment we rebel against the phase the external world that we live in we are not going to make it we have to work with our external and internal environment so my point is when you are young parents your world is x you live in the forest and when you grow up when your children grow up your world changes from the forest to the jungle and if you stay with the same rules and if you say stay with the same structure if you stay with the same rules set for yourself you are not going to make it and you got to adjust to the rule set of your nature and the mistake that a lot of parents make young parents is they they continue with the same rule set even though their environment is changes uh, cha- uh, changes So to the email what I want to advise and for all parents before we get to the email to all parents adjust to the nature don't fight and rebel against it because if you fight and rebel with what's in front of you you are not going to make it you're using old rule sets to adjust to a brand new environment which doesn't work you could be an expert in the jungle and if you go with the same rule set to the forest you are going to die you have to play with nature nature is unforgiving it doesn't it doesn't care about your sentiments your feelings how badly you really want something gravity is gravity whether you want to believe it or not so to all parents work with uh, the environment that you're in but specifically to this individual that wrote the email if you want to change somebody's opinion you got to work with two things one logic obviously you want to explain to your parents exactly exactly where you're at and why they they are they're, they're not ten, they're not um they're not going to lose if they take your advice because a lot of people don't want to take other positions because they feel that they're going to lose and if you explain to somebody why you're not going to lose if you go for another position they're much more likely to take on your position But secondly the best the best uh, teacher on in the universe is experience. If you just show your parents why your position is better for them, I need to say this. Your position is better for them, not for you. Your position is better for them and you show them through experience, they are much more likely to marry your position. So one through logic and explaining to them 
that why their position is better, they take it. And if that doesn't work, the experience is, is, a, is an amazing teacher. And, and, and I mean, it does get complicated because to them, we, we are always there, their kids. And I, I totally love what you're saying. And, you know, people sort of use a buzzword when it comes to psychology. Now, I think I hear it more often than not without being clear is people say, yeah, but we, we all need boundaries. I hear boundaries all the time, you know, like people are struggling with the relationship. What happened? Boundaries. It's, it, it's very, it's quite kitsch right now to say it, right? Is, do we have, sort of a psychological place to say what does that mean actually what what would what do boundaries mean with my parents what do boundaries mean with my girlfriend what do boundaries mean with my best friend is is it important to have boundaries with your parents or or, or is it more uh, convoluted than that you know i've repeated this on the show a million times and i keep on repeating it because it's my favorite quote of all time if you're not the chess player of your life you're a pawn in someone else's if you don't know what you want, you will always end up being with somebody else wants to take you. And I've given this analogy before. If I am heading to Cape Town and that's my position and somebody comes along and says, can I have a lift to Durban? The answer is no, because I'm going to Cape Town. You can come with me to Cape Town, yeah. but that's where I'm going. But if I don't know where I'm going uh, and somebody comes along and says, can I have a lift to Durban? Well, the answer is, yeah, why not? I was going nowhere anyway. And what ends up happening 20 years later, I was everywhere for everyone else, but not for me. The only reason why I was able to set boundaries is because I knew where I was going. If you don't know where you're going, it's impossible to set boundaries. If you don't know where you're going, it's impossible to set boundaries. But people don't want to even sit down for a second and commit to where they want to go. And people don't want to commit to where they want to go because of two things. One, it's very difficult to commit to a position because you've got to let go of other things. I can't commit to Cape Town and still stay in Joburg. I can't commit to being married and still be single. I can't commit to job A and still have job B. So the commitment to a position is very difficult because human nature wants a bit of this. We want the buffet. We want a bit of this and a bit of that and a lot of this and a lot of that. So you don't want to commit to a position. But the main reason why people don't want to commit to a position is because it brings in the element of potential failure. The moment I set a target, I, it immediately comes with the possibility of missing it. So the moment I set a goal, a, uh, there's the potential of me actually not making it and failing. So people don't want to set goals. They just want to roam around in their car, hope to reach that space of happiness, to hope to reach their goals. But if you're roaming around in the car, you're guaranteed to go nowhere. So to answer your question, Umbelelo, boundaries is important, but the strategy, which is boundaries, is secondary to what do I want. Mm. The boundaries is secondary to what do I want, because if I don't know what I want, where am I setting boundaries for? In which direction? So the analogy that I give you, and Bulele, if I phone you up and I say, I want to ask your advice. Should I take a car? Should I take a bus? Should I drive? Should I walk? Should I swim? What is the most amount of value? <laughs> what are you going to say to me? Delaria. What? <laughs> yeah, well, well Maybe you're going to say to me, you're going to say to me, where are you going? Yeah, ex- well, get Where the hell out of here. You haven't even told me. Are you going to Brazil? Then don't swim. Exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> you cannot tell me. And if I said, listen, don't worry about where I'm going. Just tell me what has the most amount of value. Ah. You'd say, I can't do that. You cannot tell me what has the most amount of value, what strategy 
is the most valuable to me if you don't know what the goal is. The mistake that people make is they set strategies first, hoping to get somewhere, and that's a mistake. You gotta set the goals first and the strategies that service that goal. So so goal first, then strategy, and that's where the boundaries come in. Hmm. Wow. Uh, so, so I don't know if you, Le- Leanne, Simpiwe, uh, you, you know, family is a complicated thing. I don't know if you guys have any questions for, for Dr. Hanan on this one. No, it's just an observation from my side is, um, you know, people, people don't realize, you don't realize when you're in your 20s and 30s that come your 40s and 50s, it's probably when your the dynamic with your parents are going to change the most due to them changing due to them starting to require your assistance and to lean on you. Um, And I think a lot of people forget that. You forget that that's a big phase of your life. And that's kind of where I am at the moment, Um, which is a whole nother mental shift that you have to make. Um, These people who you relied on for everything before and were the be all and the end all um, now are relying on you. And that's perhaps something to keep in mind um, to the person who asked the question. It's not always going to be like that. Nothing's forever. It's going to ch- the dynamics going to change. And the, to, uh, to Leanne's point, Dr. Dr. Bushkin, uh, sorry to cut you off there, is, you know, I'd love to know what the science is, but as our parents' inevitable mortality comes, does that make them, are, are their genetic drivers so strong to go, my God, I still need to leave my little one behind. I haven't done enough, as, as no parent ever can, right, in, in, in this world. It, does it have anything to do to a, a hard wiring? Oh, my God, I'm going to die soon. I'm leaving this petal of mine. Uh, for sure. I mean, the, just a tinge or a hint of my own mortality definitely makes me do things differently and perceive the world um, in a different way. If I told you you've got 24 hours to live, I assure you, you're not going to see the world the same and you're certainly not going to behave the same. And by the way, COVID did the same thing. So the suddenly when so many people around us are getting sick, some of them are dying or some of them have passed away. that kind of shows the fragility of life. Life is not forever, and maybe I'm not as resilient physiologically as I thought I I would be. Maybe my life is not going to extend till I'm a 1,000 years. Maybe there is an end to it, which makes me appreciate the important things, my kids, my wife, the the great beer that I have with my friends. Mm. You know, suddenly you appreciate the moment as opposed to live for 100 years' time. But... Leanne, to your point, as the phase change, what people have to understand, as your parents mm, shift and, and, and get old and suddenly you have to look after them, it's, 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 you have to go through a process of grief mm. because suddenly your world has changed. Suddenly what you know as X has in a split second turned into Y which is very difficult for people because, you know, people naturally and subconsciously and automatically gravitate towards staying the same because that's what keeps us safe. And when your world has shifted, we don't want to shift with it. We want to stay with the same old rule set because it requires no extra knowledge and no extra effort. So if I can stay with the same rule set and the same strategies that I've already developed, well, that would be ideal for me, but it doesn't work because my environment has shifted as well. And what we have to accept is that change comes with grief. Change comes with grief. 
So when somebody says to me, is there any way for me to change my way, change my opinion, change my perspective without going through grief? The answer is not on planet Earth. Unfortunately, you have to accept that learning something new about something that's so important to you as your parents comes with letting go and therefore grief. Oh, well well yeah. said. And also something uh, Matt is going to have to learn is that it's going to be okay. And that's why Dr. Bushkin is here. Uh, Dr. Bushkin, <laughs> of course, a uh, renowned psychologist and the head of anxiety and trauma Um or the head of the Anxiety and Trauma Clinic in Johannesburg. If you have an issue you need resolved and want to join us live on the show uh, for some free therapy is the wrong word catharsis, uh, you know, a community an healing session, an experience. That's it. An experience is probably a, a, a better word. Uh, get in touch. Contact at cliffcentral.com, and um, it is going to be okay. And I, I think that's a really, really important message. And Dr. Hanan, before you leave, Dr. Um, Dr. Hanan is counselling the whole of humanity's nature this morning. This man. Is a marvel. Couldn't agree more there, Dr. Hanan. <laughs> Keep doing that great work, and uh, and we that can't repeat it. Beautiful. Enough. Thank you. It's a, it's a wonderful message. Thank you very so, much. Nice to see you guys. Keep Thank healing and uh, have a great week. Stay golden out there, Dr. Hanan. <laughs> Bye, guys.